за помощь ставни, застучат не папа. Dead bod, rap pod. Ghosting. Something I learned from uh, my millennial coworker folks. This is when you are communicating with someone, whether kind of in the text or online space, and then you just like stop communicating with them mm. like all together. Mm. Um, I wish I can do that in real life <laughs> to people's faces. I, d- yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I, d- I do a French exit or an right. Irish goodbye. Like right. I never say goodbye at parties. Oh, me neither. So that, me that's neither. what ghosting used to mean. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Right. Exactly. Or so, like wearing a stocking cap over your face and becoming a famous rapper. Ouch. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you were, I thought you were going Ku Klux Klan there, oh. well oh. or becoming a governor. No, anyway, um, That's yeah, it. yeah. So, so there's 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 a, a a rich history of of what they call yeah the French exit or an Irish goodbye. Yeah, um, I'm a fan of both. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I don't want to do 30, 32 handshakes on the way. If out. it was up to me, I wouldn't even say hello. <laughs> I'm just here now. <laughs> Come by and kiss the crown and uh, yeah, totally. The host only. I don't want to say hello to everyone. Yeah, I don't know. yeah. You guys know how I, I don't mean. mind the hellos. I don't, I, li- <laughs> I, d- I dislike the goodbyes. Yeah. Right, right. Because it, it's gratuitous. Because here's the thing. Here's the worst goodbye you could do when you say goodbye, but then you don't actually leave. Yes, right. And totally. then you're there for another like twenty, thirty minutes. I got some people in my life who do that constantly. I'm That's like, the you, worst. you left. Yeah, you you're don't gone. know how this thing works. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm over your physical yeah. presence. We, we are. <laughs> Not going to have another conversation. Or when you say goodbye and then, like, I don't know, run into them at Safeway or something. Right. Oh, my God. Ten minutes later. Totally. Uh. Brutal. Uh, Me and Lucia's, me and Lucia went to a baseball game with her brother, and we were kind of, it was like a boring baseball game, but it was like our Christmas present kind of thing. So we, like, kind of, you know, we wanted to go and everything, but then we went and it was kind of boring, and we're just over baseball. So we peaced out, and then we ran into him at the gift shop. Instead of saying, like, hey, you want to go down to the gift shop and not watch this boring baseball game and right. go check out some merch? We just like, oh, hey, bro, <laughs> this is near our car. That was a bad French exit. It was a bad. It was, was like a, a, yeah, yeah. American exit. It was like a Slovenian yeah, exactly. leaving. <laughs> Slovenian a Slovakian <laughs> walk. Oh, my goodness. Um, so it speaking of. San Ho, I got to go. <laughs> speaking of awkward interactions, uh, Nardwar. Um, <laughs> he does it on purpose. Yeah, yeah. he's he's Same made way. a he's made a career. Thank you, one of the best in the biz. <laughs> um, he's made a career out of um, interesting, awkward interactions with rappers, and and the reason we bring it up is because I think right now is the most popular and beloved that Nardwar has ever been. Right, right. like yeah. coming off of South by Southwest, he right. lasted so long in the game. That people are coming to him now, which yeah. is why like he's not an annoyance to them. Totally, he's like totally. a he's kind of like a gatekeeper. Like getting mm-hmm. a Nardwar interview is like you want it. Yeah, you're um, not. Th- yeah, there's a there's a rec- semi recent one with uh, LP, and to the point where you know how at the end where Nardwar like does that freezing thing where he just freezes and it's stupid. Right. Like LP did it with him. Like <laughs> right, people right, are right, fans, right. you know. Uh, um, of the guy's work. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So. Yeah. yeah. So, so funny. full confession, the kind of reason this came up is I admitted to the guys in the text thread that I have never watched a Nardwar interview. 
Like, like never though. I know, I know like, who he never? is. I knew about the like never. Like you never saw interaction with him with a rapper. Never Be- because I had a busy day at work, and then Paulo, our buddy DJ Cutso, came over for the last episode. I still haven't. <laughs> I watched really. I watched about three minutes of the Pharrell one, and then I watched about two minutes of the Jay Z one, where he talked the whole time about how Pharrell badgered him into doing it. <laughs> so I literally still have never watched a full interview. Okay. But I know about the thumbs up. I know about the. Like shaving a haircut, do 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 do, yeah, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. I know about the floppy hat. I know about the yeah. inv- kind of invasive, crazy research questions. So, like, mm-hmm. what more do I need to know? <laughs> you got it all wrong, Nate. <laughs> 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 but backwards. you just think, like, I'm a big hip hop nerd and like love to watch a good totally, interview. I totally. would watch one at right. some point, but I kind of just like it, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. No, I can see that. It's a bit, it's a bit zany. And at first, it's like, what the fuck is this? You know? And his and his whole like invasive style. Certainly, certainly, any invasive interview, it's like, all right, let's see how this how this guy traverses. This. I wanted to bring this up with you specifically because you are a great interviewer, and you Thanks, have buddy. like really like made a career out of not making it about you. <laughs> like you right. literally don't use the first person in interviews. Almost you never. never talk about your impressions of like. Uh, Songs really. and stuff, yeah, really, a little like, bit, a bit, and in some of your more uh, less po- structured writing, yeah, perhaps. Totally, but totally. in your major pieces, like your wax poetics pieces, like it's never about you; it's always never. about the artist. And never. he's such a example of making it about him. Well, see, I think I I think that's how it comes off. But then ultimately, like he's pulling out such weird information and we- weird record records and you know weird vinyl and all this stuff that it sort of like catches people off guard, and right. then it's like, oh. oh yeah. Yeah. Here's Kendrick being surprised and really cool because, like, his, his, he's totally disarmed. So, like, those moments I think are awesome. And right. those so, are the moments I try to get when I interview people, too. Right. Where, like, I'm just so fucking into it and I'm here for you and I did my research. Like, we're not, I'm, here not here, I'm not here to waste your time. Right. And so I think Nodwar eventually comes off like that because then people are like, who is this guy? Okay. He makes up for his wacky approach with his intense level of research yes totally i totally. can see that yeah it's 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 super fandom which i have a love kind of hate relationship with um and maybe it's just pure jealousy part of me is like <laughs> fucking nardwar like you get to talk to all of these people right. and you're you're being a fucking weirdo yeah. and doing stalker research yeah. and talking to the legends I'll talk to jay-z in my normal clothes right <laughs> i i think of him as in the same vein of like uh uh fucking bill simmons where i go hmm. you like he used to be good but now yeah. he's not oh <laughs> <laughs> Dead ringer. We can get um, into all that. Yeah. So, but but it's this idea of the super fandom almost eclipsing the artist at some mm. point because he's interviewing artists yeah. now that he is literally more of a cultural phenomenon than they are. Right. Which right speaks right. to the thing of of people trying to like get next to him and right and do this whole right. thing. And so, yeah. Um, I actually had even though I talk long shit on the text thread. Um, I have I have had some interesting moments uh or i have some nardwar moments that i think are interesting Mm. only because sometimes rappers as we've experienced on this program from time to time no names um take themselves a tad too seriously right and so nardwar definitely gets to the heart of he disarms you dude and then it's like yeah you know and and i also part part of his approach which i think is cool is that then you see who the assholes are you know, it's like, right. You, oh, Henry Rollins can't be cool to the zany dude. Right. And, you know, he like seems mad cool. Like, right. He seems very down totally. to earth. So I, a it, little buff, but uh, <laughs> that's fine. It's good to be fit. I mean, and, and his format is video, obviously. So people but are here's, always here's, on guard. Here's here's my thing, though. Like in this day and time, he's still carrying a corded mic. Like he's still 
if there any part of his shtick that I appreciate, it's like, mm-hmm. dude, are you on cable access? Like, Kinda, what, it what is the a fuck? very cable access. It is. Yeah, aesthetic. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. At first, it was, I believe. Yeah, 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 but now it's just he's kind of doing it for right. shits and giggles. I, I right. read his Wikipedia on my lunch today, and it's like he, he everyone, like it's easy to find out who he really is. Mm. He, he's in a band. Like Nardwar yeah, yeah. is a character, right? Totally of this dude. Yeah, and I didn't real. I've always thought of it as a hip hop phenomenon. I guess because of my reading is always around hip hop, right? Kind of culture. But he he will do movie stars. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like rock stars, he basically he has said he'll interview anyone famous and figure right. out a way to make it engaging. Yeah. Which like, because when you pull not up, not easy. Because totally. when you pull up and do the Machine Gun Kelly fucking interview, then I'm like, okay, you're just you're just here for a certain type of right. shtick and interaction right. with with celebrities, right? Um, and so I'm, it's it's kind of love hate. Yeah, I, I, I can see that, dude. It's certainly not my steez. You know, here's this goofy dude. Yeah, your hat game is pretty tough, though. <laughs> For those of you who don't get to see Dave on a regular basis. I'm I wearing mean, Nardwar's hat right now. Yeah. Uh, his... I, I just got the pants. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I think what's interesting is there's a little bit of, like, leeway, too, because he's Canadian. Yeah, 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 like yeah. You're allowed to be a little, a little, it's like America, but a little different. Yes, well, well totally. here's, the, here's the thing. Forgetting. Canadians are actually fucking nice. And they that's are yeah. Very nice. I've that's actually never true. met a mean Canadian, even like the ones who are edgy. How about are that crack nice. smoking mayor of Toronto? He <laughs> seems like a dick. I bet he would come through and just be like hella jolly, totally sharing the crack. Yeah, <laughs> you like, know, he seems like a jolly Chris Farley. I mean, yeah, yeah. What's exactly. not to like? He shares the eight ball. He's not here to, to hog it up. Come on, one he's here. ball each. Yeah, he's he's here for everybody, and and it is. It's like if you hear fucking a track talk, right? If anybody had the the right to be super douchey or whatever, and like his look is a little douchey, but when he talks, totally. he's the nicest dude yeah. fucking ever. Totally. Like he's a totally. total, and that's been my every interaction I ever had with a Canadian. So I think that's why Nardwar hasn't been punched, right? <laughs> and that's my thing because I feel like if he was almost anybody else, this would just come across as mm. being. So dumb. Well, I don't. There, there have been episodes where like bodyguards are like, "All right, get the fuck away, get the <laughs> yeah. fuck away." And it's totally. like, Come on, yeah. dude. Yeah. Um, I don't appreciate a ambush interview. Yeah, though. yeah. Like there is there is a line, and I sure. think he certainly has crossed it at times. I think of the uh, Jim Rome. Chris Everett thing. Oh, it's man. like he he knows that was wrong, but it kind of helped make him famous. Yeah, like, yeah, right. yeah. I don't I don't like like making the press conference about him right, kind of thing. Right. And like press conference doesn't seem to be his where he thrives, mm-hmm. and it's also not like just junket life where you're like they're they're doing Can't ten minute interviews yeah. with. Um, mm-hmm celebrities promoting a movie or whatever he seems to catch people at odd moments at like festivals or public mm-hmm. events south by is probably his fucking oh totally. you know promised land right totally. it's just right. like random people walking around he could catch and do a five minute thing with um but yeah that we we kind of alluded to it but i also wanted to kind of touch on the fact these we we're now on instagram follow us at dad bod <laughs> rap pod um bing, bing, bing. we follow all these rappers who are I, i'm I'll kind of follow you if you're a rapper, even if I don't like your music, because right. I'm interested in how people present themselves. Right. Mm. And a ton of them where they're like kind of in this underground, like grimy, but lyrical vein of the kind of stuff that I listen to in my free time. But I'm not like a huge, huge fan of um, we're like seeking him out. And yeah. I just find right. that fascinating. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's definitely arrived in the sense of like, you know, uh, a cultural gatekeeper. I hate this fucking word, but right. influencer. To stand, if I stood next to him tomorrow, my cold cachet online would just, totally. I must be important. Totally. Right? totally, totally. And so it's kind of like there's something cool and not cool about that. There's also kind of the dichotomy of like, 
and I hate this shtick, and maybe that's why I can't really, really get into dude. Mm-hmm. I hate. Let's take a hood person and a really awkward right. white person right. and put them together, and right. that's just comedy in and of itself. Right. So you hate my whole aesthetic <laughs> on the show. But it, it, isn't that the reverse aesthetic too, where a lot of these hood rappers are like, "I want to be next to the zany white, white guy." Yeah, you know? yeah. There's there's something. You're funny. You're kind of cute, little guy. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and then he's like. Yeah. Oh man. Um, uh, here's the name of your gym teacher. Gotcha. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Pretty much. So you have seen. No. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. This dude. Yeah. He's he's an interesting character, and um, you know, it's just one of those things where there's a line between super fandom and super annoying. Yeah. Uh, Nate's line is a lot lower than mine. <laughs> <laughs> Nate be super hating, but I. Everything annoys me. It's like the Hulk. It's like it's not that he's never mad. It's that he's always mad. mad right. I'm, yeah, I'm right. always annoyed. Right. I'm, it's just degrees. Why was the Hulk same. always in brown corduroys, though? I can <laughs> never figure that out. Whenever he would wig out, he'd have on the same brown corduroys. It would shred, They're purple. Sh- oh, they sorry. It's okay. Um, you know. Uh, the, 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 it's just so weird. It's just the comics code. It's just like you, you have to have him in something. But what material are these pants made out of? Right. <laughs> right, right, right in like right. 30 sizes. <laughs> there are literal uh, Hulk's dick size jokes in uh, Thor Ragnarok. Now streaming on Netflix no if you want to check that out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's like kind of a zany comedy. It's uh, Taika Waititi from Fight of the Concords and What We Do in the Shadows directed it. And there's a mm. ton of improv. And there's, there is a full-on like section where basically Thor and the Hulk are roommates and they just like kind of like make it. They don't show it, make but they jokes? really allude to like it's largesse. Well, <laughs> but but here's but here's is the thing. Green? Here's the kidding. thing. It's we, green. If we remember and I don't know if you guys remember this when the tell all book uh, came out by. Um, oh, the young woman. I forget her name. She was called Superhead. She came oh, out. Right, uh, right. Kareen Steffens. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. She had she had yeah, a tell all book. Um, <laughs> Nate LeBlanc. Yeah, Nate LeBlanc. <laughs> His, he hasn't watched an Argonaut interview. <laughs> no Superhead's name. So Definitely uh, flipped through Superhead's book in Barnes & Noble once or twice. Yeah. Or I, I think groupie memoirs are fascinating. Or, or, or seven, speaking yeah. of Nargo. So, so in, her, in her memoir, she talks about sleeping with Shaq and how he's disproportionately small. No way. So, but who wouldn't be? I mean, that's just cr- The proportion is so crazy. You think it's just a visual trick? Like <laughs> 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 Like it's really fifteen if feet long. If you stand long, super right. far away, it yeah. makes sense. Okay. I don't know. Okay, um, but Nardwar would know, right? Um, exactly. If he, if he, what about this? Since we're on this topic, Shaq DJing at um, this Lola Palooza reboot, and people are people are up in arms. Jeez. People are Who cares? Yeah, if you're up in arms, you're taking yourself too seriously. Yeah, uh, I know the hashtag real DJing community. A lot of them are friends of mine. Right. I don't get upset about this particular thing. It's totally. like, did you think America stopped being America because you know how to <laughs> DJ? Shaq is more famous than you. DJing's yeah. not that hard. Don't come at me. Right. It's like right. It's, totally. you can fuck around and play some like. Commodore's records or you whatever. What, it's though? not hurting the culture. You know right. what, though? Totally. I, I feel like he actually could mix a little bit. Well, I feel like he, he's he, that rich guy who he can, can, rap, he can yeah. rap a little bit. Yeah. A, a teeny. A teeny. Perhaps. Teeny. I have food. no idea. Shaq food. Um, right? The hoopa. The hyper. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I, I just think it's uh, not a big deal in my life. Like, yeah. there, there are plenty of gigs. It would be better if a really great DJ got it. I'll take like, him over Paris Hilton. That's anyway. what I'm saying. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, because I, I feel like at the at the core, he actually listens 
to the music. Right. Um, he's a literal hip hop figure, at least. Like, are yeah. you going to get mad because Biz got your DJ gig? Totally. He's and, not right. the world's greatest DJ. And, and, he does right. some tricks and some crowd interaction stuff, but it's all like from 1985. Like, right. yeah. it's like I, I'm not mad at that. It's, it's bullshit celebrity culture. That's not hip hop culture. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Like, so I hear if you. a hip hop dude who's like all up in arms, and I don't know, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's not that deep. Too, yeah. Plus, plus right. who the fuck's Shaq going probably to has more gold plaques than you do. Yeah. <laughs> right. He has a gold rap album. Totally. You do not. Right. His biological <laughs> didn't bother, and maybe you shouldn't, and maybe you shouldn't either if you're upset. <laughs> I got Shaq jokes Damn, all day. Dude. I'm here. That's I'm here. so funny. I'm here for Shazam? it. Blue <laughs> chips. <laughs> Full stop. That's the whole joke. Blue chips. Supernatural, like um, uh, Shaq freestyles. Blue chips. <laughs> Lakers. Uh, <laughs> oh, Ooh, man. You hicks. <laughs> oh, Anthony man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there we go. The we Magic got... should have won a title. <laughs> we got uh, Nardwar, Shaq, um, Shaq's dick. Superhead. Superhead. Not a cool thing Hulk's to call penis. someone. Hulk's that, penis. Was that um, self, self-given nickname? Superhead? No, I think she earned it. I oh, think okay. those are a couple. I think those are the titles that you got to really get in the paint and, and earn. Uh, soup. All right. Soup. Superhead. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we've covered a lot of ground here in the in the intro segment. And we're just getting. Started. We're just getting started. We're going to talk about um, kind of back to the the topic of ghosting. We're going to talk about the greatest projects that never were on the other side of this. Funky commercial break, Dad Bod Rap Pod. Dad Bod Rap Pod. We are back. On this segment, we will be talking about the greatest, dopest projects that never were. Um, I want to start with the dopest project that never was. That's probably the dopest of the dopest projects that never were. Was Miles Davis and Jimi Hendrix chopped it up. Right. Um, and we're seriously wanting to do a record. Um, jazz aficionados hate the late in the game Miles Davis fusion stuff, but they're dumb. Um, I think that's less true than it used to be. I'm sure yeah. you could find some like blue hair, KKUP donor, like old school <laughs> jazz people, but like real music heads know well, that he changed the game well, six his, times well, and his, there's things to appreciate from every era. But his it's, it's won the test of time. The late in the game miles. If you look mm-hmm. at on the corner, bitches brew mm-hmm. like widely panned at the time. Right. But right. now when right. we look at where music went, but it's, I mean, I, totally. I, I'm going to slightly disagree. And I feel like this happens every time we talk about jazz, because I feel like that was like one vocal minority like position on it. Like Bitches Brew got a good review in Rolling Stone, right. but maybe not downbeat. You know what I mean? Like, jazz, jazz aficionados and people who consider themselves um, knowledgeable in the culture. Stanley Crouch's of the world. Right fucking hated that it was and it was an attempt for miles to be more well, more pop give a sensibility fuck about that shit and that's like why right, yeah. he's such a such a, a bad artist ass. i'm yeah. really into uh the album get up with it which yes. is one of the lesser known yes. uh yes. late in the game miles records i bought that early in my digging career and i you know, i my mind was blown yeah. uh i 
posit that the song Rated X on there basically oh, invented God. drum and bass. Yeah, yeah. we talked about yeah. that. Yeah, didn't totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's just, just like an insane song. I like Decoy. I don't know if you remember that. That's like a later uh, Miles Davis. It's like um, mm. sepia tone cover. He looks okay. like he's about to die. Oh like, wow! Okay. But I've there's never some, listened to that one. Dude, there's some crazy moments on there. Big, totally. big fun. Like yeah. Like if just, I had an MPC, I'd be all over it. Yeah, totally. it's yeah. it's one of those things where he we know was, you have an MPC. I know. I know. That's true. If dust. I used my MPC, yeah. <laughs> collecting dust at the crib, pretty much. Um, yeah. How so, much like gear is collecting hmm. dust in people's? Speaking like, of ghost gar- projects, garages, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? I've, it's I've, like, I've got a pair of twelve hundreds, right? That yeah. are just not, are just not on the market. You can, those mm-hmm. would go for a pretty oh, penny. I got to I have a, I have a tone. Yeah, I have a tone art issue on one of them. Yeah, but, yeah, I do too. We could put those together and do the and make and make a Shack DJ set out of it. I don't. I'm like. I would have gotten it repaired, but I think I missed the window and they stopped making the parts and stuff. Oh, no way. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. doesn't really yeah, exist it, anymore. It's tough. It's, anyway, it's tough. But my uh... issue. Okay, I want to say off top, like some of these things that were rumored to be like great unheard records, unheard records get built up in the mind of especially yes, right. the deepest yes. nerds, right? right. Yep. And then they're better than anything that actually came right. out. Right. But some of them actually came out. Like I was doing some research for this and like let's use, for example, the I&I record. The Pete Rock. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. His, his group. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, record. It's like, it's a good record, mm-hmm. but it never would live up to its to towering the right. repu- reputation because when w- no one had heard it. Because, because, okay, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, so there was, the, they had a single. Was this the single Fake and Jacks? Uh, there's I Fake and Jacks and their center of attention. And uh. and the, the buzz around them was just huge at that. I remember at that. At that time, Pete Rock could have, like, you know, shit on a record and put it in your face right. and you'd yeah. been like, this People smells like, great. Oh, my God. You know? yeah. Yeah. So are we talking about records that were just shelved forever and then finally came out? The only reason I... Not you know necessarily. I mean? The thing is, like, the ones that never came out. Right. And just to kind of go through some of those, like, tall tales about yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, But the reason I brought that one up in particular, and, like, let, uh, let's use Black Bastards, which I think does hold up. Right. Yeah. It's like some right. of yeah. these are great and some of them are right, not. And right. it, I just think there's a certain kind of fandom that really appreciates obscurity. Mm-hmm. And so you become these huge fans of these phantom things. Of like course. It, you you build it up in your, your mind yeah. to a certain point. And it's kind of like the people who don't like The Last Jedi because it's not how they would have written right. Right, Star right, Wars right, number right, eight. Right, it's right, like, well, right. you didn't get to. Right, they right. hired this dude to <laughs> Nobody, do it. Yeah. And the movie exists. Yeah. And you have to live with it how it is. You can mm-hmm. like it or not like it, but... Don't hate it because it didn't do what you expected it totally. to. You know totally, what I mean? Totally. What about the Large Professor LP? Had yeah. to come out on time. I, it's it's tough to say. It's it's not his best work, but it is very good. Right. Totally. I'm a fan of it. I like it. I like it too. Yeah. But you know, n- nostalgia and when music hits, you have something to do with it. Totally. What if that was hitting heads in '96 instead of 2003? Oh, oh, because totally. because he had to sit on it for yeah, so long. Right. Yeah. So that was shelved I more than imaginary. I had the bootleg version earlier than the. Uh, edition that he ended up putting out officially so i got to spend some time with it this may be just a bootleg thing but it just doesn't sound as clean okay you know what i mean it's like it's, your it's a little CDR. yeah it's <laughs> like um i don't i don't know man but i i really like just want to chill and like i really mm-hmm. i I'm, i love large professor same, so same. it's like I, I want prime era large professor right. material if it's not going to meet the sales expectations of some company that doesn't exist anymore well, i don't care well there's there's kind of three <laughs> right. categories right so there's like Joints that got either shelved because of label problems or whatever, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. whatever they d- the label didn't think they would make money on it. There were things that are rumored, right, that never dropped, and mm-hmm. then there's just straight bullshit rumors, right, right, like right. and there's the, so there's like, there's kind of like three tiers. That, that's right? totally on yeah. point. So we have in the kind of things that got shelved, um, yeah, definitely large pro. 
first like yeah, solo Bastards. solo black bastards which was weird for me because we I were engaging it. with it so freely it, it's almost like it didn't get shelved yeah right. for me it I was mean, around yeah. it was around if you really wanted that record yeah you could totally get it you could you didn't have it on wax but you could have it yeah mm-hmm. you could you could mm-hmm. have it back yeah. then what are what are some other like shelved joints that we that we shelved thought. joints that eventually came out that were just tight. Well, everything shelved eventually came out. Right? Well, I not mean, really though. Unless we're no. talking about imaginary. Because records, let's so. talk about the the most famous unheard record of all time. Detox. Detox. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. D- would, is, is there is even a chance there? that it's good? Well, well, I think for Dr. Dre, number one, how many lawyers are involved so that shit right. never leaked? Like, are you? I mean, seriously, there's not That's an true. there's not an engineer, there's not a broke ass rapper. That had a CDR. Like right. I, I think I often think about the the steps that he would take to make sure that nobody ever ever mm-hmm. heard after it. Tyrese almost uh, fucked up the bag on the uh, <laughs> know, Apple deal, thing. He, he like he had to like clamp down on security. <laughs> in Tyrese the is not mansion. even alive anymore. We don't even know what happened to Tyrese. Like, <laughs> he's in parts unknown. Yeah, he's he's with Takashi right now. We have no idea. So number one, the steps that he took. Number two is there were so many tracks. I've heard 80, yes. I've heard 130. Right. right. Um and it's and it's just wild and I think that they would have been I for the time. I am on record as saying the the 2001 Dr. Dre stuff doesn't really hit me like it did back then. Um I think it hasn't aged well in part because he's to me he's too much of a perfectionist with some of his shit. We um, argued about this on a previous episode. I on won't a go previous back episode it. of Dad Bod Rap Pod. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's talk about the other thing that was in the news this week is the Mac Lib. Right. It's the right. Mac Miller mm-hmm. uh, Mad Lib thing. Like they, they basically had to come out with like a notes app, like press release. Right. Saying like, calm okay, down. everyone calm the fuck down. Stop calling us. Yeah. <laughs> stop tweeting <laughs> us. <laughs> like. But Madlib will play some of the joints in like unmixed form right, at, right. His, at his festival gigs or his shows, and it's like, well, if you have it, can we hear it? Totally, totally. It's right. like, uh, and Mac Ma- Miller Ma- fans are dying for some material, right? Right. Matt Ma- Ma- the math. Words. Uh, totally. <laughs> <laughs> They're dead serious. Um, the uh, the, um, the uh, Madlib is a master of like creating lore. It's like, yes. oh, here's five seconds of this Doom track, and then people go nuts, and it's like, easy, everyone, but yeah. calm down. It's yeah. like, come on, dude. We're not going to put that, that out. Yeah. We're not going to make thousands of dollars putting that out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he likes to, to tease and kind of flash what these things could be, but, but let's be real. With the Mac Miller thing, they can't really ever put it out. You think that Mac Miller's label is going to let well, his, Stone throw His estate will do it for a billion dollars, sure. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, there's nothing in it for the Mac Miller franchise, right? Isn't for, there? Money? Yeah, money, notoriety, no, 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 no. working not, with like the not not with Madlib. Why? Not with Madlib. If you look at his last album, Mad Mac Libs? Miller. Mac Miller. Okay. Mac again, Mac Miller. Mac <laughs> Miller. <laughs> Stay with me. Stay with me. That um, guy with the dirty feet? Yeah. We're 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 talking about a rapper that he was he was not at the apex of his game, but definitely a popularity. Sure. And now that he's dead. They're not letting a Stones Throw collab uh, get They're that not going to let money. him put out an underground rap album? Is that what you're saying? No, they wouldn't let him do it when he was alive. Like he, If you listen to his last record, this is why I didn't understand pop. if I didn't understand who he was. Because I'm like, oh, this is, this is just the guy that does that shit. I didn't know he had wavy L.A. underground shit. And he did, was, right. And there was a reason I didn't know. Because his label is not clearing any of that shit. Mm. They're just like, nah, this is, what, you know, this is what gets you Ariana Grande. Like, we're not... We're not fucking with your kind of nonsensical rap, Mad Libby stuff. I think if there's so, money to be had, it's going to come out. Yeah. That's what. Uh, I, I wouldn't bet on it. I don't know. <clears throat> we'll see. But, but okay. 
if you played the song at a festival and everyone has their phone, I could probably listen to it within 10 minutes totally, if I did totally. some Googling, right? I, I put it on, actually. It kind of sounds cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I don't, I'm not a big Mac Miller no, fan. No, and, yeah. and that's the thing is Mac Miller, I wish I would have known this when he was alive. He just had this whole other thread of actually he's just he, kind of an odd futury. Yeah, he's he, a lyrical MC. Right. Lyrical. You he's probably could embraced. be at Low End Theory hanging out. He like, definitely he's, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah he sure. was. Right. So, so he was really that type of dude at his core, but him the franchise he was grow I, I, I think it's less label politics and more him growing as an artist right, or at least that's how right. the narrative was framed around the time he passed like he had singing he wanted to do he hung out with thundercat all the time right, they were right, super mm-hmm, tight like right. he's not gonna make a underground rap song with thundercat he's gonna make a i guess he kind of did in this case so that's immediately wrong but he wants to d- explore singing and right. horn arranging and like right like right. growing as Learn a musician and and a, exactly yeah. so i don't know uh, uh let's talk about one that's a little bit closer to our musical sensibilities Doomstarks. Right, right. Should I, that even come out at this point? Like, will it ever live up to the legend? And, like, what version of Doom and Ghostface would we get? And that's that's a question, because I think both of them have become such, you know, are they AI programs at this point? Like, are they... <laughs> they can do records on autopilot. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah, listen, yeah, sometimes I, I listen to Born Like This, definitely. and I'm like, this is Doom on autopilot. Like, I disagree. Like I, he, I would set it yeah, three records he, back from that. Agreed. But yeah. He doesn't... He It doesn't seem like he cares as much. I'll go JJ Doom with exactly. uh, Gennaro Jarrell. Right. Is, is, the is that even a Doom record? It, yeah, yeah it's, okay, no. uh, it's my least favorite Doom record. Yeah, I've never one, listened to the whole thing. Uh, it's I don't the like one it. he did with that one kid. Uh, Doom Day made a record with that Nehru. one kid. Nehru. Bishop. Oh yeah, Nehru, yeah. Nehru, Nehru, Nehru. No, no, no. Nehru I'm saying Doom. there's, there's. Didn't he only produce on that though? He rapped on it. Okay, he rapped a couple but, of but times. That, but I also, but, I feel like that was autopilot. Man, I, I, I thought yeah. Bishop Nehru was going to be huge. Same. What same. happened to that dude? Ghost careers on the next, on the next dead by the Charles Hamilton story. But Doom. Doom Starks, um, I would still p- cop that shit immediately. Real talk, and you would, but ha- I mean, I think both Ghost and Doom have um, an autopilot that they hit on certain projects. That if they weren't at the top of their game, I'm not going to say I wouldn't want to hear it. I'm not, I'm not that. I'm not that guy. You're saying Doom sucks. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, but I I would just fear it would be the worst of their project personas. Right. I think once they get once both Ghostface and Doom got into this like whatever you got the money mm-hmm. I'm doing the project and well there, there's a there's a couple of like backstories to that one is that Doom said that those tracks have already been recorded right so I mean if that was from a time Ghostface, when they were pretty vital totally well like, there, there's a Ghostface Doom track on Born Like This right right the Angels or something yeah like and yeah. that actually came what? out on a Nature Sounds like kind of right. like sampler and the, the first one was better with no drums yes it was like just yes. that like weird like kind of like soap yes. opera theme loop with them just right. rhyming over it I love that I love but that. then when it came out with the drums you're kind of like i don't know if that was the exact pattern that would go totally good with yep. that it sounds a little yep. thrown together mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's like i guess the main thing is like who's in charge who's the executive producer right it's right. like if it's I don't, I don't know who the right person is like um there's people in like the underground like the big ghost limiteds or like mm-hmm. the uh, dj chong wizard if it's egon who gets to shepherd the mm-hmm. whole project mm-hmm. it's like you have a little bit more faith in even a mad lib a mad totally. lib would be great right? right like at least he can put together a project 
that like is listenable and has a theme and right. like carries through. But if it's just them fucking around, yeah, I'd still listen to the shit out of it. But I don't know if it would be a classic album. Agreed. Or anything Agreed. Like that. And, Agreed. And and you I can't think, just make magic if it's forced. Right. And I think it's probably maybe why we haven't heard it because if you want to talk about records that yeah. can make underground money tomorrow, right, 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 it would be that one. Right. And it's just kind of like well. I don't know. They don't think it's good enough to put it out, apparently. Or Doom doesn't. I interviewed Ghostface and specifically asked him about it after I interviewed Doom. And both of them confirmed that it was recorded. They have it. It's sitting there. So if it was recorded during a a vital time. Can you ask him, can we have it? (laughs) I know. (laughs) Here's my email. Slide me me that that joint. Totally. Just add him on our Slack. uh, Um, I (laughs) want... Um, so let's talk about another one that's like kind of our era and like this, this one is legendary among heads of a certain age, perhaps attendees of Tibetan freedom concerts. Oh, um, the, <laughs> don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> he hates Tibetan freedom. <laughs> he hates freedom. Um, Zach De La Roca. Right. Produced by Shadow, Automator. Yeah. LP. Yeah. LP was, one of them. Yeah. was supposed to do. Like, that was yeah. supposed to be the greatest shit that no one ever heard. Totally. Yeah. I don't even see how it could be good because I don't really consider him to be a rapper. Right. Like, you, you, we could argue about whether what he does is, like, vocalizing or singing mm-hmm. or rapping. But I'm not trying to hear him over some breaks. Like, totally. is that good? Well, I don't I know mean, if that would be well, good. Well, there, there were a few Zach tracks that were sort of uh, released around that time, though. Mm-hmm. You know, like, a Shadow one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's on a... Mm-hmm. Uh, on Lyricist Lounge, yes. she's on that CIA. Yeah, right. Yes, I... Sounds like him over fucking beats. Right. But is um, that good? He, yeah, he, right. He has a certain... He'd be when, a good hook guy. When he gets Zach into his, his rap bag, there's something immortal technique-y about totally. what he's doing. It's more content. Well, it's more idea he's than He's yelling form. idealism at you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Did, did he like go like surf in Bali or something? Like, what does he do all day right now? Like, I have no all idea. the other dudes are in bands. Does he literally like? Is he retired? Probably. Yeah, Probably. I haven't. I haven't heard anything for a while. But the last I kind of heard intimated was he kind of went off the conspiracy kind of bandwagon and so if there's ever been a time we needed political yelling rap (laughs) (laughs) it's your moment bro yeah what are you gonna say though it's like fuck trump like yg covered that like no one seems to have anything to say about it because there's i guess there's nothing new right right i don't know it's like the snl sketches they don't even really do a sketch they just reenact the news totally and it's like is that satire like we know we know that happened i saw that on tuesday and then they saturday yeah they deliver it with a smirk pretty much it's like oh you're a celebrity not actually Brett Kavanaugh, so this is funny, right? <laughs> kind of, but not really. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's uh, a joke. It's <laughs> yeah, right, right. Constructed joke. Yeah, it's, yeah. Not just put it, on a wig. It has, it has three guys who try to make comedy out of. I know. out of rap news. <laughs> I know. Uh, I barely talk on a real life, so. Lauren, call me. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, babe. <laughs> Beep. <laughs> All right. What else? What um, are other? Three, Andre 3000 and Square Pusher. That's not real. I know. That, I, you're, you're joshing us. My certainly. brain can't even fathom that, dog. So, so they, they apparently they worked together on uh, the Love Below, uh, the My Favorite Things cover track, which which is kind of like a, a drum and bass. I think um, I've skipped that. Redition. You would. Every, every <laughs> you time would. except for the first time. Even at Christmas, you bastard. <laughs> um, Nate's so, a jungleist, dog. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
He I'm about the furthest thing. I used to say, and people have definitely not appreciated this turn of phrase, there was a time in like 99-ish where uh, drum and bass infected hip-hop. <laughs> yes. It's like, get it yes. out of here, dude. You guys remember a Jamalski had like a second career you, as like dude, a jungle chatter at every rave? He, he added me on Facebook. Bro. <laughs> Jamalski, I swear to God. I'm not going to be That's here crazy. for Jamalski slander. <laughs> it's Dave Mosky. <laughs> Totally. Um, so, aside your hate for drum and bass, aside, all right, metalhead, give it to me. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they they worked together on that track apparently, and they had long been rumored to be wow. working on something, you know, more expansive than that. Um, again, I feel like artists like Andre Three Thousand, much like to my original point about uh, Miles Davis and Jimi Hendrix, their their labels and everybody involved keep that type of shit from happening like just off top like miles's people didn't want him to fuck with Jimi hendrix yeah vice versa it's just it's not a it's not a good money play and so i just don't think anyone told miles what to do right i read i've read his quincy troop book he would just call them motherfuckers and smoke some crack and do whatever he wanted well Jimi hendrix died not too long after they had their initial conversation miles is powerful but not that powerful right you can't can't come back from that right so (laughs) so they never they never got to do it jimmy was actually at a more of a a commercial apex at that point Mm. so it was more of a liability for him to work with Mm. miles than the Mm. inverse Mm. But the square pusher thing, I mean, I think it's just one of those things where Andre is creatively wanting to search for different things, especially in that era. What year Um, are we talking about? Was that rumor to drop? uh, They it had been talked about since like oh two oh three. Jesus, never happened. And there was like a a blurb about it maybe Mm. a couple years back, but obviously it's never going to happen. Yeah, like the shit's never going to happen. But it's just one of those things that I think sometimes our favorite artists have shit that they would like to do. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, it's sort of on that topic of favorite artists who uh, shit that they like to do is I heard um, the long rumored uh, Primo Nas album. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, like yeah. That's a thing, and it I was supposed to be like 2012 in the same like time slot as Nasir, or they, no? They went on Nas an out, like, on a mal, on a magazine cover and announced something it, like right? That. Yeah, like there was definite. Like substantial chatter about it, and I remember I don't know being how like, that could be good now. I don't know. I don't know. You liked Nasir, so you're. I did, <laughs> but I like the production on Nasir. Yeah, not Nas's uh, facts <laughs> or lack of. Fox News is started by Santa Claus. <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, dude. Uh, man. Speaking of hotels, that's hilarious. Um, <laughs> so so maybe let's think about this since we're we're trashing people. I think the <laughs> best non-ghost. A project that would have been a dope gross project would have been the firm. I think that had the well had it never came out. Okay. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a dope that would have been dope as a rumor that totally sucked. Would it like Uh, all came together? Yeah. 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 I think the firm might be. We don't actually need a nature verse on every song (laughs) (laughs) or any song. Yeah. Um, I'm looking some up. Uh, oh, Jules Santana, Little Wayne, I can't feel my face. Mm. That was supposed to be a thing at the height of Dipset, and that like okay. at kind of at the end of uh, the mixtape run. I remember hearing a ton okay. of rumors like this okay. was a I had to very revisit the mixtape era. Wayne's to be the frank, piff, it's pretty crazy. Piff, oh, it's genius! I can't yeah. believe I missed it. Totally. Yeah. Um, I was, um, I was like still listening to albums. Yeah, so I was just totally. like, what are these? I have to download something. <laughs> Am I going to get a virus? <laughs> um, I re- this was a hot topic of conversation at the record store where I worked. They're like, "Do you have that?" I'm like, "It 
doesn't exist. Oh, really? Yeah, wow. I, I, no, I don't have that. What year, Circa? Uh, is seven? Oh, seven? Let's see if it says. Like it doesn't say. Something like what that. You, never mind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Imaginary books. Um, they got Lady of Rages album here. Lady of Rages, uh, second album. Her rumored, yeah. her rumored oh, good this, album? This is great. Uh, the Fuji's third album. No. Oh, no. I remember yeah. when the single came out. It oh, was in yeah. a red Columbia yes. sleeve, and yes. I was like, oh, this is going to be crazy. Wow. It is terrible. Is wow. it? It exists, though. Yeah, yeah no, there's a single. There's No, a single. I remember that. I remember yeah. the single. Yeah. And I, I remember... don't think the album. I mean, maybe. I Who don't knows? think so. Everybody records more than they can put out, right? Right, right. But those sh- those crooks that the Fugees are, they wouldn't have tried to do something with that material. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they just did a promo-only single. You know it's bad then. Yeah. Uh, Left Eye's uh, rap album is also a legendary Aww. thing that no one's allowed to so, ever hear. So... I'm not one to speak ill of the dead, but I'm about to. Um, I always felt like there's no way that that can work. I remember when people were saying that's going to happen, and I'm like, her voice and delivery is 16 at a time. Like, it's not. That would be like a Money Bee album. Right, or right. You know what I mean? Like, we that's know it's, it's, it's cute. It's fun. It's interject. It was great for their formula. There's no way that works. But, you know, she would that. drop the smooth verse during the R&B song. Like, man, yeah, maybe yeah. It, was, uh, it was overseen by a, a, a good producer. Perhaps. Yeah, absolutely. She was absolutely. Marky D. <laughs> yeah. Dude. As we found out, Prince Marky D Hit produced. Maker, Prince Marky totally. D. Everything that we didn't know. That. Yeah. Uh, here's a good one. The Rakim Dre album. Oh. I think that is such a good ghost project. Yeah. yeah. I think so. Because I was listening to wow. the, the Watcher off of, uh, off of Blueprint 2. Which is Dr. Dre, Jay Z, and Rakim, mm-hmm. and going Dre Z, um, <laughs> and going. This is the last time Rakim Rakim can compete at this level. Yeah, and his verse is okay. Mm-hmm. Like it's mm-hmm. it's Dre, Jay Z, or Dre written by Jay Z, Jay Z, and Rakim, and it's Dre production. It's cool, but I'm like, if they try to do a project like this, it's it's gonna fall okay. flat, and, and it just it never went any. Uh, Dr. Dre is a black hole of ghost projects. Yeah. He's yeah. the ghost in the shell of and ghost projects. And that's what you're saying about the perfectionism. It's like he got to the point where he was such a perfectionist, he couldn't even put the stuff right. out. That, that right. he that he was working on. Nothing was good enough. Yeah. Yep. It's kind of yep. like opposite Mad Lib where he's overly prolific. Right. And like you're putting shit out that's, that's yeah. not complete, completed. Yeah. You know? My cat jumped on the turntable and <laughs> here it is. <laughs> Fireside <laughs> Theater, Warped Record, and, and here we go. <laughs> Limited press sold out, you know. <laughs> Off top. Um, so yeah, I think Dre Dre is actually the godfather of of the Ghost Project. Yeah, um, they're he, saying on this list too. Uh, there was a Cube Dre um, mm-hmm. oh, album like that was that was thought to be. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know. I, it which Dre which Cube right. Yeah. Chronic Dre, America's Most Wanted Cube, totally. yeah. best album ever. Right, right. you know, right. right. But actors, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Hollywood era Disney film cube. Yeah. Oh, here's an interesting one. Uh, Chance Gambino mixtape. Ooh. That would be a more modern thing that was the rumored, and I know people definitely Holy talk shit. about it all the it time. It already sounds like too much singing. <laughs> <laughs> that wow. sounds creative as fuck. Wow. That you know? would be the black hipster Armageddon, right? Totally. There, if that. Wow. Okay. That sounds great, though. Fuck. Yeah. Could, that could be interesting. Definitely peep that. Oh, here's another example of uh, one that like was rumored, and then when it came out, no one cared was the uh, little Wayne T-Pain. Oh. T-Wayne. 
Remember they put it out? Yeah, they put it. They put it out. I sent it to a few friends because I have a like a secret fascination with T Pain. Um, Painful, <laughs> waneful, if you will. I listened to it in my mansion. Yeah, out there in Wisconsin, dude. Uh, and but, I, I, I didn't hate it, but it certainly yeah. didn't need to dude, come out. Well. As as an as, as kind of maybe an aside, um, and it kind of relates also to Black Moon. And just stay with me here. T Pain is one of the most influential artists who just all of a sudden wasn't that interesting. And mm. I don't know if it's because everybody copied his shit. And this is the way I feel about Buckshot as mm. well. Mm. I feel like Buckshot, for his moment, you talk about 93 when his shit was really on. Mm-hmm. And that weird during that weird hiatus, so many Buckshot imitators yeah. flooded the market to where when he came back out, I was just like, yeah. You're the dude, but there's nothing. Totally, totally. There's people have ran through your shit, and that's kind of how I feel about T Pain. I'm like, dude, hmm. you kind of started all of this shit, and now I'm just you just kind of sound like another another yeah. guy. Unfortunately, I guess he was on that um, the Masked Singer. Did oh you guys no know way! That? Yeah, he was really? one of the so people in weird. the costumes. I missed that whole phenomenon. Same. It's like you okay. kind of. I would kind of hear about people talking about it, but I, I just didn't watch, so I don't Same. really know. Yeah, pop culture. <laughs> uh, so so there you have it ghost stories uh i've been told by by a couple of folks that we need to do more programming about um, dead people and murder because that's what oh yeah that's uh, what every good podcast that's what moves a podcast world <laughs> yeah and he did it <laughs> yeah. it's good to well yeah. I, d- I did mention off air they're doing the chia lee uh, redemption tour <laughs> that's doing right. a documentary about chia lee right uh, i'll speak into existence chia <laughs> lee, come on the program um, come on down someone needs to do a paul c one yeah, yeah, you that's know, been whole, in the works for a minute, right? The unsolved mystery of, of, of Paul C's yeah. murder. Totally. Yeah, my, my response to that is like, we know about music. I don't know about no fucking gumshoe shit. <laughs> I know. I don't know. <laughs> no fucking Dick Tracy. <laughs> what the fuck not, do I know about that? I haven't heard anyone say gumshoe in like 30 years. <laughs> yeah. Listen here, see. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Guns. <laughs> um, so there it is. We had T-Pain, Shaq's Wiener, Private Detectives, <laughs> Dad Bod Rap Pod. <laughs>